You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. So today's real crime story is about 17-year-old Bridget Frisbee of Katy, Texas. She was a student at Rains High School. And on April 3rd, 2011, a group of kids riding their bikes found her body in the woods. She was wearing fuzzy blue leggings and a matching skirt, and she had no ID. She was shot in the back of the head with a 9mm handgun. The medical examiner confirmed that Bridget was shot in the back of the head at close range. Neighbors reported hearing a gunshot early that morning around 2.45 a.m. Her dad, Robert Frisbee, went to the police station because he saw her the night before and thought she was staying with a friend. He didn't know where she was and he was worried. Then he read online about a body being found nearby, so he went to the police and found out it was Bridget. So you're planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym and you don't know what to wear and you're so bored of all of your clothes. This is why Crystal Kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life. From hoodies, leggings and t-shirts to joggers, crop tops and tank tops, Crystal Kiss has you covered. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. Robert and his wife took Bridget in as a foster child when she was two years old, and they ended up adopting her. Robert told police that on the night of the murder, he drove Bridget and one of her friends, Kendall Sudo, to a party in Houston. Earlier that afternoon, he took her to a novelty shop to purchase a rave outfit for her to wear. He told police that when they arrived at the party, they realized the party was canceled. So he drove his daughter and her friend back to their house. When he went to bed, Bridget and her friend watched TV. Her father told police that he doesn't think Kendall had anything to do with her murder, but her ex-boyfriend might. The police spoke to Kendall at the machine shop where he worked. And he pretty much told police what Kendall's father said, that they watched TV after her father went to bed. But then he left. According to Kendall, Bridget snuck out of the house and went for a walk. While he was talking to her on the phone, she mentioned a vehicle passing by her. He told police that Bridget was really upset about a fight she had with her ex-boyfriend. They recently broke up after dating on and off for a few months. Police confirmed Kendall's whereabouts at the time of the murder, so they focused on her ex-boyfriend. The police surprised him at his home. The front door and the windows were full of bullet holes, and it looked like the house was unoccupied. A drive-by shooting was reported three weeks earlier, but nobody was harmed. The police interviewed neighbors close by. The day after the shooting, the entire family moved out. The police thought Bridget's ex-boyfriend was the target, so detectives have their eye on him. At the school, police learned that her ex-boyfriend hadn't reported the classes in several days. They spoke to her classmates and friends. They spoke to Alex Oliveri. He told police that he and a friend drove by her home the night of the murder. Alex seemed to be a little strange. He told police to speak to his friend, Alan Perez, and that he would vouch for him. Alex and Alan met in high school. They joined the National Guard together, but when Alex returned from basic training, he started attending a different school. Bridget was one of the new friends Alex made at his new school, 
the police spoke to Bridget's ex-boyfriend's mother. She told police that she doesn't know who shot their house and that her son got into a fight with somebody and that her son had moved to Austin to live with his dad. The police spoke to Alan Perez, the guy Alex said he was with and that would vouch for him. He told police what happened. If you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like, our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fit true to size and last several washes. For a night out, fill on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. You people in the US get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of true crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. He said that Alex shot up Bridget's ex-boyfriend's house. Apparently, Alex saw how upset Bridget was, so he got back at him for her. On the evening of April 2nd, 2011, Alex asked Alan for a favor. He told Alan he just wanted to rough Bridget up and scare her and wanted Alan there as backup. Alex was upset because Bridget kept talking about the drive-by that she participated in with him. Alex and Alan drove around Katie. He met up with Bridget and Alex convinced her to get into the car so she can help him dig up something. Alan was still hiding under the blankets in the back of the vehicle. They went to the woods and Alan waited a minute and started following them. Alex led Bridget into the woods with a flashlight. He pointed to a spot and asked Bridget to start digging. As soon as she bent over to dig, Alan shot her in the back of the head. Alan was shocked. He thought they were just going to scare her. They drove to a water tunnel close to Alan's house and destroyed Bridget's phone. That night, Alan went home and told his parents what happened. And he turned over his gun and the clothes he wore the night of the murder to police. He also led police to Bridget's phone. Alex was sentenced to 60 years in federal prison. It's ironic though because he shot up her ex-boyfriend's house for her and then he killed her. It's just crazy. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. Also, I started a new YouTube channel called Wendy underscore podcaster ASMR. So if you're into ASMR, check that out. I left all the links in the show notes. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.